Are you talking shift? We are. It's time for the We're Talking Shift podcast. Now, now, now. Here to talk shift, Lori Bischoff. We're talking shift. Hello, everyone. Welcome back to the podcast where I talk a lot of shift because I believe that when we feel stuck or when it's time to level up, we have to shift. And a shift in our outer world starts with a shift in our inner world. It always begins in our minds with a shift in our thinking. And that, my friends, is the antidote to feeling stuck. Today on episode 56 of We're Talking Shift, I would like to talk about discovering your passion. Or actually, this is really going to be more like rediscovering it, which is something that I just went through last week and why I decided to talk about this topic with you today. So last week, I was in the gym and I was doing my little workout and um, I decided to play some music. Now, I don't normally do that because it bugs me to, um, you know, have earbuds in and be dragging something around. And um, usually there's a TV on in there and sometimes other people. So I just don't do it. Um, But that day, nobody was in there. It was quiet. So I just turned my phone on and turned the volume up and put some music on. And wow, not only did it of course, infuse my workout with an extra burst of energy, but it also reminded me of how much I used to love to dance. I mean, I just kept wanting to dance instead of doing my workout, which was, you know, kind of fun. It definitely made my workout more fun. I was hoping that, you know, nobody was watching the monitors that are connected with the cameras in there because I just kind of did a little dancing around um, in between my sets, probably look like an idiot, but I really didn't care. I was having myself a really good time. But I mean, working out to music isn't a new thing. For some reason, I, you know, I just hadn't done it for a long time for the reasons I mentioned, and I just got away from it. So anyway, I decided obviously to make sure that I was doing that now every time I work out because it really made a difference. It's energizing and it's just simply more fun. But here's the more important thing that happened. I realized how much I really missed dancing. Now, I was never a dancer, like a professional dancer. I never had a dance lesson in my entire life. I always wanted to, but I never did. I just always loved dancing, though. It was something I was very passionate about. So this was on my mind a few days later, and I happened to be watching an episode of Ed Milet on YouTube, Did I say that right? Ed Milet or Ed Milet? I'm not sure, actually. Maybe it's Milet. Anyway, he's amazing. If you haven't seen him, um, catch some episodes. Uh, Just fantastic. So anyway, Ed is talking with Rachel Hollis. And of course, if she isn't just this adorable, like, wise, young really smart woman that I hadn't really uh, been in tune with before either. And I was like, wow, these people are blowing me away. And um, anyway, one of the things that they were talking about was when women are trying to figure out what they're passionate about. Now, I have known 
many women and had a lot of clients who have experienced that dilemma. Usually, not always, but usually it's moms who are seeking something, you know, outside of their role or in addition to their role as, you know, being a caretaker. Um, in fact, this is such a big thing with moms in particular that in 2007, I held an entire weekend long event this, that was specifically for mothers who wanted to try to create a more balanced and fulfilling life. So I get it. I mean, I was there myself at one point. And a lot of times, you, you know, when you are um, talking to to moms, um, they have been doing what they're doing, you know, taking care of everybody for so long that they've actually just lost touch of what their passions are, what they're passionate about. They're not even sure how to start finding it again or discovering a new one. Um, anyway, as coaches, you know, a part of what we do is we ask really, really great questions, powerful questions, the kind of questions that encourage our client to dig deep and find the answers that are usually hiding somewhere inside them. We kind of have to go on a little bit of an emotional excavation there and, and reveal them. But anyway, Rachel... Um, on this episode I was watching, she says one of the questions that she asks women who are in that place of searching is this. She asks them to ask themselves, who was I before I was a wife and mother? Now that is a most excellent question. And I decided to give that some thought myself. So I sat down with my pad and paper or my pen and paper, and I asked myself, you know, who was I before I was a wife and a mother? And what did I love to do before I became those wonderful things? And then I added, do any of them still call to me? Am I doing any of them right now? So I, I contemplated that. Now, being a coach for over 10 years, I'm, I'm pretty good at asking myself quality questions. But it is a good idea to periodically take stock of where you're at and what you're doing. And this was a great question that I had not asked myself in a long time. I'm not sure if I ever asked myself that question, that specific question, like ever. So anyway, it was good. And honestly, it only took a minute for me to jot down what I always loved doing. It was right on the surface. And you know what was on the top of my list? You may have guessed it. It was dancing. So from a young, young age, as like early as I can remember, I think my earliest memory is maybe like age four, I would spend hours upon hours playing records and dancing in our living room. And this just continued throughout my entire childhood. You know, whether I was at a friend's house and we were dancing at their house or or my house, um, and we would make up routines, uh, and this continued all the way through my teenage years. My best friend and I would just spend hours dancing at home. We'd babysit together, and once the kids were in bed, we would put music on, and we would dance and make up routines. And, and then when we were old enough to get fake IDs so we could go out and get into the clubs, we would go out dancing almost every night. In fact, it was on the dance floor 
when the man who would one day become my husband asked me if I had ever been to Vegas. We had really just barely known each other. Uh, we had we had met only a few times, a couple times before this particular evening. We were on the dance floor with a group of people, and he asked me if I had ever been to Vegas, and I said at that point, no, I was like 22. And uh, he's like, well, I'll take you to Vegas. And I was like, hmm, well, okay, you're on. Anyway, that was uh, like 38 years ago, and he did. It took him seven years, I think, but he eventually did get me there. <laughs> and 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 now, like so many times, I can't remember what the count is, but anything. Anyway, lots of good things happening on the dance floor. But there were several other things on my list, too, besides dancing. Um, that was just like a core thing that was throughout my entire, entire childhood, teenage years, and then into my young adult life. Um, the other things on my list that I was doing before that, um, things that I really love doing, most of those things I'm doing now in one way, shape or form, the only one that I wasn't and the one that was just that constant love throughout my whole life was dancing. It's the only itch that isn't being scratched. So I have been telling my hubby for years that one day maybe we could take dance lessons together. I'm like, you owe me. We're going to take dance lessons together. I just thought that would be really fun. And he would always be like, okay, yeah, sure. But you know what? <laughs> it's not going to happen. It's just not his deal. It's mine. And that's okay. That's all right. I get it. So after going through this little exercise, I was like, I'm feeling super inspired. And I now happen to live in a place where I can probably find some pretty good dance lessons somewhere not too far away. So I jump on the internet and I Google, you know, dance lessons or dance schools in my area. And I found one. I found what looked like a really good one. And it was, get this, a mere three blocks away. I mean, I've walked right by it. I've never even seen it. It's kind of tucked away. You would have had to be looking for it. So it's called Dance With Me. So I decide on the spot, I'm just going to walk over there and check it out firsthand. I look through the website. I'm like, well, this looks pretty awesome. So I throw my my shoes on and, and uh, it was raining. I grab my umbrella. I was on a mission. I head over there and I get there and I walk into this massive, I mean, it is a huge, massive, gorgeous dance studio. It was, I'm not kidding, it was stunning. And there was a lovely young woman um, named Anna behind the front desk. She told me all about it. And uh, I mean, I just couldn't take my eyes off this place. She asked me if I wanted to sign up for an introductory first lesson. Um, yes, please. How fast can you get me in? Uh, she's like, how about tomorrow? Done. So I looked around some more. I just was mesmerized. I mean, I just wanted to like camp out in their dance studio with the with a latte and, you know, in a journal. And I don't even like journaling that much, but it was beckoning to me. So anyway, I, I got my lesson all set for the next day. It's like a private introductory thing just so that they can get a feel for, you know, what you want to do. They're like, what kind of dancing do you want to do? I was like, I have no idea. 
not a clue. I'm totally wide open to the experience. So that's how we left it. And um, it turns out, though, that Dance With Me is an internationally recognized dance company. It's home to Max and Val. I know I'm going to butcher this name, but let me take a run at it. Max and Val Schmerkowski. Oh, Schmerkowski. I think that's right. Anyway, you get it. From um, Dancing with the Stars. I had no idea. And here it is. It's literally in my backyard. I can walk there three blocks away and be there in five minutes. So I went the next day. I had a blast. I spent about 45 minutes um, learning a couple of steps with my now uh, new private instructor named Million, who was just awesome, very patient. I managed to get through the whole lesson without crushing his toes. I was very thankful about that. So I think he was pretty cool with me coming back. <laughs> so I committed to more lessons and I cannot wait. I really can't. I have no idea how long I'm going to do this or how it's going to unfold. There's no plan. There's no specific goal other than to just do it because it feels great and I love it. So I guess what I'd like to leave you with is this. If you're feeling like something is missing in your life, consider that it's not always that what you have or you're currently doing isn't right. Those things might be great. They might be lacking, but it's not about that. They might be totally amazing. Oftentimes it's just simply that there's something more that you're yearning to express or experience, you know, something that you're searching for in addition to what you're currently doing. Like there's some itch that needs to be scratched. And if you just don't know what it is, you just know it's something, then this is one really great exercise to help you find it. Just spend a little time alone and ask yourself these questions. Who was I before I was a wife and a mother? Or, you know, if you're a dude before I was, you know, so-and-so, whatever your profession is, and a husband or a father. It's not specifically only for women. So who I was, who was I before um, you know, what I am now, what did I love to do before? So just keep in mind, this does not necessarily have to be an exercise or a step toward replacing a relationship or a role you currently have or anything. This is about adding something to your life experience that you really enjoy and can find like additional levels of fulfillment in. It's just finding that special thing that fires up like a different spark in you. So now here I am in my late 50s and I'm taking dance lessons for the first time in my life. And I am so excited about it. I really am. And I want that for you too. There are just I don't know, an infinite number of ways for you to experience that special thing that's calling you. And this is a wonderful way to start 
kind of sorting through what that might be. So if you're kind of stuck and you're just like, I, yeah, you know, there's something, I, I just don't know what, try this exercise. It's just, and it's not limited to moms. This can work for anybody. So give it a try. Let me know if you do. I would love to hear what comes up for you. Thank you for listening, everybody, and spending some of your time hanging out with me. Please take just a quick second to subscribe if you haven't already and give me a rating if you like what you heard today. It really does mean a lot to me. If you're trying to make some shift happen in your life and you could use a little bit of help, you can find out what private coaching with me is all about on lauriebischoff.com. And of course, you can connect with me on any of the social media platforms. Until next week. Stay feisty, my friends, and go make some shift happen. That goes for you too, Gary B. The preceding podcast was a TJ DeSantis production. Comments, questions, and inquiries can be directed to desantisprod at gmail.com.